Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And you're in for a real treat today because I have with me Jeffrey Hazlitt, the, uh, I think, founder and CEO of C-Suite Radio. Jeffrey, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, and it's great to have your show on our network. We're real excited. Anytime we can get somebody of your caliber and quality of talent on the, our C-Suite Radio network, we're excited. Well, Jeffrey, thank you very much. And I really wanted to ask you to introduce C-Suite Radio to my audience, which is largely compliance professionals, business professionals, and legal professionals. So I was wondering if you could first start off by talking about how you got your background in entertainment and media and how you got to uh, C-Suite Radio. Yeah, sure. I come from the corporate world, like a lot of the folks that are listening here, and I and also a little bit of the entrepreneurial world. I bought and sold over 250 businesses in my career, about $25 billion in transactions, and I was the chief marketing officer for Eastman Kodak, a Fortune 10 company, and that's kind of how I transitioned into media. You know, I was a judge on Celebrity Apprentice for three years, kind of helped come up with a show with Mark Burnett and worked with Trump, and then I became a celebrity judge for a couple of seasons. And then that led me to start doing a lot of TV commentating. And then and when I started doing TV commentating, I ended up getting my own show on Bloomberg. So I had my own primetime television show, which was called The C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazel. And I took people into the boardrooms of or into the C-Suite where 99% of the people who work for the company never get to go. And I would see something that I would see on TV or read and I go, well, why would they do that? And what made them made that decision? And as a result, I would go in and kind of dissect that decision or dissect that action with the C-Suite and said, well, okay, what were the conversations like? You know, because no one wakes up every morning and hopes to be stupid or, or sometimes insight comes from different places. And so in doing that, I started doing my own TV show and I had more people watching me online then we're watching me through broadcast. And so as a result of that, I went out and started my own television network, which became C-Suite TV and over the top. And then that led me to doing podcast. And I became one of the business anchors for CBS radio. And then CBS radio was starting a podcast network. And I was one of their four major leads. So we had somebody in business, somebody in sports, somebody in lifestyle and someone in the celebrity scene. And some pretty big names, Boomer Siason and, oh, Jennifer Beale and Carson Daly and then myself on the business side. And then they decided to get out of the business side. And so I took all the business podcasters with me and started the C-Suite Radio. And now we have a 100 over, you know, a 100 podcast shows. And, of course, you, you and your team, you've got quite a few of them there now, so which is exciting. And so we're now the world's largest business podcast network. And. We've only been at it in you know, a number of months, but it's just really taken off, and that's how we got here. So the story is really quite a compelling story, and I had the privilege to hear Jeffrey talk about that at a, a podcast movement conference we both attended earlier this year. The foundation, if I can use that word, of C-Suite Radio is as truly as broad as business itself all the way from economics to finance to business culture to corporate governance and really everything in between. Is there anything you are trying to do other than bring the broadest amount of information via the podcast format to the business person? The other thing I think we'd want to bring is it's trusted sources, right? So we vet everybody that comes in. We don't just let every podcast come on board. We get some from time to time that are just a little out there. Someone came and 
told us that the rapture was coming and Trump was leading it, compared him to God. So that, that was probably not one that I wanted to have on. <laughs> that may very well be true. I don't know, but I don't need to have it on my podcast network yet. But we also try to bring not only breadth, but a diversity. And then with that trusted source, we at the C-Suite Network, which has C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite Book Club, and all of our councils and groups that we have, Tom, as you know, we try to be, you know, we want you, when you come into the door, when you listen to a podcast, we want you to know that you're getting an authoritative source. And so we spend a great deal of time making sure that we vet each and every one of the podcasters that come on and just as we vet every single member now but we do try to provide again some diversity of that diversity of thought and there's not only one way of doing business there's lots of ways but we also add things like lifestyle or luxury as well we'll start expanding that because a lot of our c-suite obviously is a very high network in terms of its spending power and then there's lots of other things that go on one of our hot shows is about divorces how to deal with them, because as you know, well, you've probably well known, there's a lot of attorneys here, even though most of them are in compliance. There's a lot of attorneys that actually deal with that side of it as well. Well, unfortunately, that is something I have personal experience with. So it also strikes me that, as you said, the podcast format is one format, but you have books, you have the experts, you have counsels, and you really are providing just a wealth of information to your audience. Well, we're doing our very best. The executives, there's no one way. Everyone that's listening to this, primarily yours is for the legal audience. You don't listen in one way. You listen in a number of ways. And what we have to try to do is anticipate what your needs are. It's kind of like going in and going to a restaurant that you like. And, you know, there's always that bartender who knows what you like to drink. And he has it sitting on the counter waiting for you. So I tap him like a good single malt scotch so my bartender knows as soon as I walk in, you better pour a double neat, uh, you know, either 14, 15 or 18, depending on what I look like at that given moment. Right. And then he sets it on the bar before I even set my butt down in that bar store or that counter. That's kind of what we try to do here as well. And it's kind of a maybe a crude analogy. But my point is we are here to serve the marketplace and we want to be in the place in which you need the information. Some of you might want to read it through books, others through podcasts, others through TV, others is in research or white papers. Others want to go to our conferences. You know, we have over 60 different meetings on the C-Suite Network and all of our councils like the Hero Club, which is for our founders and the Manufacturers Council, the Marketing Impact Council. And I can keep going on. You know, we just have to be there for when you're ready for it in the way in which you want to have it. One of the things that I try to emphasize to my audience is to really listen to and bring a broad spectrum of ideas into your practice. And you're right that many of my audiences are lawyers. We're trained one way and we're taught to think one way. And many of us do think that way. But the thing that struck me about the C-Suite Radio Network was you can get a much wider remit and a scope of solutions to problems by really any one of the podcasters you have on. Well, and especially through the breadth of guests. So if you think, you know, like I have my own show, I do it weekly. Now that's 50 shows a week. And I'm bringing on people like Pierce Morgan and Penn Gillette and Steve Forbes and General Wesley Moore, or Clark, and, and numerous other business luminaries. And so that's 50 different ways to be able to tackle things. And you take that times 100, we're doing well over 5,000 shows a year. 
So there's a plethora of content and a great number of choices for you to be able to find solutions by searching for the names. That's one of the things that we do. You can come into C-Suite Radio and just like you would go into any other podcast area, but on C-Suite Radio specifically, you can search by genre, search by any kind of taxonomy. Because as you know, Tom, every time you load a show in, you're picking out two or three things that the show touched on, and those become very searchable. And so that gives you a lot of chances to be able to find answers to problems or opportunities that you might like to take advantage of. I've been fascinated with the development and growth of podcasts. And I was wondering if you could just give a few words from your perspective. Not so much how did you actually develop the interest, but how did you see the market develop an interest and why is it so burgeoning even today? Well, because of proliferation of devices and being able to, it's easier to listen than to see. And bandwidth allows you to be able to listen a lot better than viewing. Although the 5G is going to help a great deal. But a lot of people like to, can you can listen. The convenience of listening when you're in the car, on the train, on the plane, you know, walking, working out. And I will tell you that a good number of our podcast listeners work out. I can tell you what devices they like to listen on. We have one show in particular that 28% of his listeners do it off on Apple Watch, which is just phenomenal to know that. So then we can deduce when they listen, how they listen, and we have all kinds of analytics. But more importantly, the marketplace has really picked this up because the valuations on podcast or podcast networks are going through the roof. They're trading at about 100 times revenue. A hundred times revenue. So if a show is doing a million, it's worth a hundred million. If a show is doing a hundred thousand, then it's worth ten thousand, ten million dollars. So it's phenomenal to see the kind of valuations that we're getting on these things. And it's all because of the popularity. People really love podcasts. And it's just a really, I guess it's because we're inherently, first of all, a lot of people are in tune to music. And so then being able to extend this into knowledge. A lot more people would have said it would have been better with video, and that's just not something we're seeing. We're actually seeing that the podcast growth is a much higher than the video growth. And that's certainly been my experience uh, when I was in the corporate world and, and in talking to people. They just love the ability to consume literally anywhere they are, as you said, on the train, in the gym, around, walking around the neighborhood, or just sitting with a few minutes, uh, extra minutes at work, and they may pick up a podcast and listen for a little while. The numbers are there in terms of the average business podcast, a little shorter than a consumer podcast. The business podcast is between 22 and 27 minutes on average. That's what we see. So in the time in which somebody can drive to work or in the time in which somebody works out, that's typically what we see. And it's kind of unique to that marketplace. And then the proliferation of business podcasts or the proliferation of all podcasts has just been absolutely going through the roof in terms of the total numbers. And we right now are adding about 12 new shows a month that that number's going to go much higher than that in the next few months for us. You just concluded a conference. I was wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about that event. You bet. We actually get together on a regular basis. We have about 60 meetings throughout the year. We do a lot of what we call city summits for our Hero Club, which is our value-based CEO group and for founders and CEOs, partners, managing directors, GMs, those people who are running the business. So we have that. But we also get together three times a year, a couple, or at least a couple times in our bigger conferences, the C-Suite Network. And this last week, we did the Hero Club meetings for Hero members only. And then the following day, we did our Capital Summit, where we had a half a billion dollars worth of funding that's being given out this year in the room. 
And so we rented out a former old Catholic church that's been turned into a meeting venue. And we did a little religion and we passed the collection plate. So that's what we did. And then on the third day, we gathered as thought leaders. So we hosted all of our C-suite network advisors, coaches, trainers, professionals who are serving the C-suite, along with a number of our podcast hosts, a number of our TV hosts. And we had a full day of insight from about you know how to build the business of consulting, training, coaching, and serving the C-suite. So it was just a fabulous day. And then we finished with a couple of council meetings, which are specialty groups. So we did that on Thursday and Friday. So a solid week of meetings. So if I could ask you now to look into the veiled land of the future, where do you see podcasting going? And maybe even sort of the group or network of really leadership, thought leadership, consultants, and services that you can deliver to the business person who's a consumer? Yeah, I think there'll be an expansion, certainly of more and more as we continue to go. I think the availability of getting the podcast will be easier over time, especially with connected devices in the home. So there's more and more people who are listening via an Echo device or a Google Home device. So we're seeing a lot more of our content being delivered in that manner. So as you're cleaning the house or maybe making the bed, you're listening to podcasts. We're seeing that more. And that's one piece of it. We're, we're starting to see more advertising being done on the shows themselves. So for those that want to link with a certain particular show that's of an expertise and you are in that field, you can be able to buy those or buy those downloads through a dynamic ad insertion engine. So if I get a good example, if you're a, a certain type of litigator, if you're a certain type of compliance officer or attorney, you might want to buy an XYZ company who's being interviewed on this show or this show or this show. So those are some things that I think are going to be fairly unique. And you'll be able to buy those just like you buy a Facebook ad. It'll be that kind of ease and also that kind of price point. Well, Jeffrey, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I wanted to ask if any of our listeners wanted more information on the C-Suite Network, where would they go? Well, then go to c-suitenetwork.com, or you can reach out to me, Jeffrey Hazlett, on LinkedIn, or you can find me just about everywhere. But any of our sites, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Book Club, C-Suite Academy, C-Suite Network, C-Suite Network Advisors, we're all there. Anything with C-Suite, we own about 100 different properties under that name, and we're here to serve. And so if we can help you in any way, or they can just reach out to you, Tom, I know that you will get them to us. So I appreciate that. Well, Jeffrey, thank you for taking the time to visit with me. And I greatly look forward to seeing where we can all take this. Well, it's a pleasure and it's great to have you as a talent on our network. Thanks, Tom. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses. <laughs>